Hi, my name's Steve, and this is my Hacker Public Radio episode, which I'm calling In My Feed, having been inspired by the um, <coughs> contribute page with the requested topics. So, first of all, how was I going to do this? I decided initially that I'd write a script about how I got into Linux. That was 3,200 word monologue. So uh, I thought I really couldn't do that to you. That would be so dull. And besides, there's other stuff to say anyway. So I'm breaking it into sections and I'm using rough notes to keep me on track. First of all, in my feed, my RSS feeds. Now, this is something I use I use an RSS feed reader because otherwise I can't control the rat holding. It just means I wander around the internet aimlessly and never get on with anything. So, in my RSS reader, I find a number of things, but today, just the comics. First of all, XKCD. Randall Munro's XKCD is the must see geek comic strip. You've probably already, already, and you can find it at xkcd.com. Next up, Dilbert. Scott Adams has been making this for ages, and uh, in any IT office you'll see it cut out of magazines and stuck on the wall. Although Dilbert's in my feed reader, um, I tend to consume it on my Android phone using the quick Dilbert reader. Definitely a must-have app if you like the Dilbert cartoons. One little experiment you can do with it is to wind it back to 10 years prior and um, work your way through the history of uh, IT by looking at the Dilbert cartoons. The next comic in my feed is uh, an interesting little uh, comic called Ellie on Planet X. Um, the artwork is is what really attracts me to this one, in that it uses a very limited uh, palette of oranges, blues, and greys, and uh, stylistically, for some reason, puts me in the mind of the 1950s, 1960s. Basically, Ellie is a little automated robot, has been sent out to Planet X, eight light years away from Earth. Thirty years later, after landing there, she explores the planet and talks to and interacts with the life on the planet, which makes sometimes really amusing, but always really pretty little comic. Uh, this is written by uh, Jim. This is by Jim Anderson. Um, well done, Jim. After that. Ralph the Destroyer. Ralph is the other way around. He's an alien come to Earth. Basically to destroy Earth. Um, he's an indestructible alien from some kind of mega race. And uh, he unfortunately looks cute and really can't come to terms with destroying the Earth. Even though it's his job. So um, that leads to some really fun uh, scenarios. This cartoon style, very different. Monochromatic, black and white mostly. Apart from uh, occasional week weekend issues or rarer issues where you get a full page colour cartoon where we find that he's actually green not black yep great little cartoon this one um, you can find this at ralphthedestroyer.com
Okay, now for podcast feeds. Um, similarly to before, I'm not going to tell you all of the feeds that I have because that would take too long. So I'm going to concentrate on just the music feeds today. The first of which is The Bugcast. Now, the Bugcast is hosted by Dave and Caroline every week on a Friday night at 9.30 GMT or British summertime, depending on what we're using here in the UK. Every week we get eight tracks of um, music that is uh, independent music and quite often it's Creative Commons music, which you can go and find and download after listening to it on the show. They both choose music, uh, they choose alternate tracks each, and they both have good taste in music. One of the fun things about the Bugcast is they also run a live chat room whilst the show's recording, which is great fun to join in. They're part of the Amped Association of Music Podcasting. They also work closely with John the Nice Guy, whose CC Hits site I'm sure has featured in a previous um, Hacker Public Radio episode. The next music podcast is called Suffolk and Cool, probably the most carefully pronounced podcast in the world. This is Peter Clitheroe's podcast, and he uh, records uh, this out in the barn in Suffolk, and uh, he uh, chooses some of the best independent music from all around the world that you'll hear anywhere. This is a must-listen-to show. Uh, He's the John Peel of independent music. Fantastic show. Go find it at suffolkandcool.com. The third music podcast I'm going to tell you about is Nick Tan's Is This Thing On? Uh, Nick Tan's podcast is a little bit different to the others in that he is actually a musician, so he has a little bit of a different take on the music that he plays, and uh, also a very different sort of uh, style than the other guys. And it was definitely worth a listen. I don't actually listen to this one every week, but drop into it when I have time. Find this one at isthisthingon.com. Another great music podcast is Rathole Radio. This is Dan Lynch from the Linux Outlaws. It's his music podcast that he puts out once every fortnight. And Dan, like Nick, is also a musician and has absolutely excellent taste in music. Although somewhat eclectic, you can get anything from a string quartet to uh, trance music and reggae all in the one show. However, definitely worth a download and you'll find that at ratholeradio.org. Finally, it's Amped, the Association of Music Podcasts compilation podcast. Every week one of the Amped members will present a show that comprised, that's comprised of tracks do, um, suggested by other members of the association. Another great show to listen to. I don't manage to listen to this one every week, but uh, when I do, I'm generally quite pleased with uh, what I'm listening to. And this can be found at amped.libsyn.com Okay, now it's time for Linux Command of the Week. Well, this isn't a weekly podcast, but if it were, this would be my Linux Command of the Week. 
Okay, okay, okay! Okay, Richard, I'll do it properly. GNU Command of the Week. And it's SCP. This is where I'll probably get feedback to tell me it's not GNU either. I've not heavily researched this. I'm not Dan Washko, after all. Anyhow, SCP. This is a really useful little command I've been using quite a bit lately. Um, it stands for Secure Copy. Basically, it uses the SSH mechanisms to do a copy. It works just like the CP command, but allows you to move a file from one machine to another. So, in its simplest form, you can use it with SCP, space, the source file definition, space, the destination file definition. Either the source or the destination file can be designated as being on the remote machine. This is done by preceding the file with username at hostname colon. The SCP program uses the same library of code that supports SSH, which means that in executing the command you'll have to deal with some additional interaction that setting up the SSH connection requires. If you've never SSH'd onto a particular machine, it'll prompt you to accept the RSA key fingerprint of the remote machine. Then you're prompted for the password to match the username you're using with the remote machine. Then the file transfer will happen and the progress bar is shown as it's transferred. So, for example, if I have two machines named Neptune and Jupiter, I'm working logged into Neptune as Steve, but I need that file, episode1.og, that's sitting in the directory slash shared slash audio on Jupiter, and I want it copying into the current directory on Neptune. I know that the file on the remote machine is accessible to the account John and I have the password for John. So at the command prompt I enter scp space john at jupiter colon slash shared slash audio slash episode one dot ogg space dot slash. On executing the command, if I get prompted to accept the RSA key, I type yes and then enter. Then I'm prompted for John's password, I enter the password, then I can watch the progress bar as the file transfers. It's pretty simple and pretty handy. Like most command line programs, there are a whole bunch of flags to make the command do more. I'll mention just one, minus R, which allows whole directories of files to be transferred between machines. Because the command's based on SSH, it has options to invoke many of the SSH options. If you intend to use SCP, have a quick look at the man page. It's pretty concise and readable. One last thing to mention about SCP is that it's actually possible for both source and destination files to be on remote machines. SCP is a really powerful tool, and one I'd never found until a couple of weeks ago, so I thought it was worth letting everybody know. <laughs> Okay, noises and sounds were from the Free Sound Project. Uh, this is the end of the episode. I hope you've enjoyed listening, and if you have, thank you for listening.
You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All Binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons, Attribution, Share Alike, 3.0 license.